Party, it's not Mark. Hello, how are you keeping? Not too bad, no, not too bad. Um, you were here once before in, in 2014, looking ahead to a monster final. So I'd say you're delighted to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Look, it's um just so hard to get there. As I say, it's hard enough to, to win Limerick come out of your county. So they're um you're look, all these games are um, they're extremely tough. You're playing the cream of the crop every day. So um you know, we're, 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 we're desperate happy to be there and um, with a huge task ahead of us on Sunday. So we're delighted, yeah. I think it's seven or eight lads that were on the starting team back then that are maybe still starting or still coming on now. So like, you know, that's for seven, nearly eight years ago now. Like that's um like serious longevity, I suppose. And it hints that uh, there seems to be a great spirit in, the, in that Kilmallock squad. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like funnily enough, I think this year when we got to come to semi-final, I think it was like maybe our ninth or tenth straight semi-final. I know they're only semi-finals, like, but it's hard to get to these things. Limerick is a tough championship to 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 win. To t- tough championship, you get to the final, let alone win them. So, um, there is a great spirit there. I suppose we're lucky in the fact that I suppose lads, not too many lads have immigrated, and we haven't lost too many. And um, we probably enjoy each other's company and, and enjoy uh, playing for the club is what gets everyone back there. So I suppose we're lucky in that sense. If you were probably um. Like coming up against someone like Patrick's well, like I'd say you were probably underdogs that day. Like when you look at the likes of like Angela and Keel Lynch, these lads, and it might be the same again on Sunday. Like people are talking about Bally Gunner as potential All Ireland club champions. Like so, I suppose do you, do you, you don't mind that? I'd say maybe even thriving it. Do you? You're, we don't thriving it, or we don't mind it. Tell you true, we don't even talk about it. Um, I mean, we were—I didn't even know we were favourites against Middleton until after the game, and. You know, we handled that the way we handled it. Um, I suppose it's kind of a, I don't think any team anymore really pays any attention to that. Like at the end of the day, we were probably outsiders to win Limerick and we were well justified to be outsiders to win Limerick. We had no right to be to be even considered as, as contenders the way we played last year. So we just took every game at a time. Um, we barely, barely even got into the knockout stages, got a bit of momentum and, uh, you know, got a bit of luck on the way and here we are, like, you know. You mentioned that nine semi-finals in a row, like, and that is... Um... That is some achievement, like and some consistency, you know. And um, I suppose that is linked to the amount of boys that have stayed hurling the whole way along. Like, um, there must be just, a, I suppose, a great like. It, is it that bond that's kind of driving you on? Like, yeah, it is. I suppose. Um, again, I suppose I don't want to keep going on about cliches and saying that, like, it's not all rosy every time where everyone gets on so well. When you, when you lose games, you know, we can always critique each other and. No, not everyone is best friends on teams and all that, but we do have a fairly good bond. And I suppose this year we have a good mix. We've a couple of very young lads, like uh, 18, 19, 20, and then you kind of the middle group of lads in their mid-20s. And then you have the old lads uh, like me and uh, Gavin and Graham, a couple of more of them. So there is a great mix. Jeez, we've we've great crack. like, And I know that's uh, that might seem like an important thing, but it is a huge thing amongst the group. We really enjoy each other's companies. We enjoy socialising together. We enjoy going to the gym together. We enjoy going for pucks together. Um, what does that come for? Who knows? Um, you know, that's it's not really tangible in that sense, but it's something that means a lot to us. And the fact that we enjoy going training makes it a lot easier. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Polly. All right, so. Hi, Polly. Owen here from RT. Hi, Owen. How are you? Who who is left then exactly? Barry, you mentioned yourself, Gavin, and Barry. Yeah, Philip O'Loughlin, um, Mark O'Loughlin, 
Evan O'Donnell, Robbie Egan. I'd say, yeah, be hard. I don't want to miss out. Miss anyone though, because it's uh, you're going through the years. But like that'd be that'd be the nucleus to the lads that are kind of left there from the from the 2014 uh, team. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you won once to that year. You went all the way to the All Ireland. Is, is that going to be a big motivation to get back there? It's it's not until it's true because um, we just haven't even thought about it. Like I mean, uh, I suppose anyone anyone who's local on these on these calls and would have seen the local championships would know that we were just so lucky to even get past the group stages here. And that's not, I suppose, I'm not trying to big down our chances on Sunday or play things down. We, we genuinely got through the skin of our teeth. Um, you know, we're going out Sunday very well prepared no injuries no issues you know we're hoping that we'll have enough to get over the line but even if you do you'll be huge semi-final the first couple of weeks after um, so look we really are taking it one step at a time and Middleton didn't really give you as much of a test as you might have hoped does that give you confidence or does it make you think we might be a bit undercooked here um, I suppose Initially, after the game, you were probably thinking that. And when I look back at it, you know, I thought we were pretty good for the first 25 minutes where we just didn't give them a foothold in the game. And I've played in those games at the opposite end of it. You can't get a foothold in a game and you're just struggling to get scores and a couple of things don't go your way. You can look very average very quickly and they're not an average team. They're, they're a serious team and we prepared for them that way. And we prepared for, you know, we were, as, as you said, favourites, but we really didn't feel like that going up, going up against them. So um, we were very happy with our performance. Look, if we if we win on Sunday, you know, people say we weren't um, overcooked and vice versa. Um, we're just go, going out there and just going to go go hammer and tongs at it and see where it takes us. You know. Have uh, Napierce been helping you out with the analysis and belly gun at all? Any videos? Any videos no. on Dorman? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, you're uh, with. Uh, we have a fairly good relationship as as friends as the two groups of teams, but uh, no, I'd say they, they won't be helping us out, uh, nor would it be the other way around. But look at even at that, I mean, really, what's the point looking back at anything, uh, back in videos and stuff? Everyone knows each other. We, we know most of their players. I can only imagine they know most of ours. It's going to make no material difference on the, on the day on Sunday, I, I suspect. Anyway. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, on. Hey, Paddy, how are you doing? John Hamilton here. Hey, John, how are you? Good, thanks and good. Um, you know, how does your sort of relationship with Hurland change this part of your career? You're one of a few lads on the team with kids and there's some great photos after the Limerick County final of players with kids on the pitch and things like that. Do you sort of savour the sport for what it is and maybe not take it as seriously or are you just desperate to drain every bit, of every last drop out of your career? What's the relationship with the sport like? Um. A bit of both, John. I think you kind of probably hit the nail on the head there. I suppose if I were to reflect back into my younger years, my 20s and stuff, when, especially when I was involved in Limerick that time, you know, it was probably a bit of the be-all and end-all, really. Like, you know, you think about nothing else, only the next training or the next meal or the next or the next match or that, I suppose, focus in on it. And that can be quite restrictive in yourself and quite restrictive in your performances. And it's only as I suppose, got a bit older and, you have kids and you have a family and you have a job and you have all these things that you just kind of start to realise that it's only a game, it's only a hobby, you know, just go out and, go out and have a go off it and enjoy it for what it is because at the end of the day, um, we're not guaranteed into it. And, uh, and that's just kind of been, I, I've had, I have a quite a laid back approach to now where I was quite, this is the complete opposite. Um, I wouldn't have even been a, probably a nice person to be around, you know, when I was in with Limerick and, you know, during that time because you just so, I suppose, focused on absolutely everything that you just can't enjoy yourself or, or enjoy 
being in the present. So I suppose I've learned that with maturity. But I think everyone, I suppose if you ask anyone of my age or coming to, coming to that time, they'll probably say mostly the same thing, I suspect, you know. And I just, there's, there's a few of you maybe in that sort of headspace now. And does it maybe help when you get into a competition like the Monster Championship, you know, to be that, that, that bit mature about it and not let it overawe you? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal to see the young lads in our team like they're just... I had to poke around with a couple of lads yesterday up, up in the ball alley. We didn't genuinely even bring up the match. I think we just spoke about when the tickets were out. It's just, I suppose, you just get on with it and you just try and enjoy enjoy things of what they are and enjoy being in lads' company. Maybe it's the fact that the social side of things of the last 12 months or 18 months have been pared pair back so much that we probably only get to see each other now really at, at training. So, you know, we're just talking about anything and anything at that stage as opposed to before you might meet on a Saturday night for a pint or you might meet at a match or, or stuff like that. So I suppose we're taking the whole social side of it and being in each other's company, maybe it's something we took for granted that we definitely don't take for granted now. And the fact that we can even get back into dress rooms for the last, whatever, three or four months, that's been a huge help. Like, because I don't know, I for one definitely didn't enjoy getting tugged in the stand because there, there, there's, you know, there's no crack in that. You can't even talk to someone before or after training and then it becomes very... um because we're very dragged out then you know you, you don't have that social aspect that you wish you do because that's what it, that really is what it's all about like you know no like at underage level there's a big emphasis on you know you have to make it fun for the kids but you know the same can be said about adult grade as well maybe it's not said enough i mean if you're having fun doing and it sounds like you are i mean you'll hurt better won't you sure look balance is key and if, if only I learned, if only I knew that in my, my early 20s I would be I, I'd know a lot more but it really is no matter what it is in life it's just keep a balance because at the end of the day if we going out Sunday we'll be very well prepared belly gunner will be well prepared and it'll be small things on a day that will that will tilt it either 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 side of it so I suppose the other hours of the day when you're with your family or where, where you're at work or you're training you know you need to be laid back about it and prepare the best you can and, and go for it go, go for it whenever the opportunity comes around you know it's funny for me you know at this stage of the year sometimes uh, this stage of the season uh, teams can maybe be running on vapours a bit but you actually look like you're getting better all the time that was the arc in Limerick and then now also you have players coming back into the fold which are probably giving the thing another boost does it feel like you are still on an upward trajectory? I think so um, God forbid we don't get over the line Sunday it definitely won't be an excuse from us that we were um, that we're tired or that it was a long season or any of that um, I don't and I know the rest of the lads don't buy into that um, we've had the breaks in between games some people will say that's a, that's a negative. I don't. It gives you that chance. I know, like the Limerick lads got a chance to go on their holiday, which they deserved. Lads got a chance to go spend time with their family, have weddings, do whatever they need to do. When you're playing week in, week out, of course that's great too. But you you know you, you do miss those side of things. So, um, I think Tony and Rory and our lads have, have timed it pretty well. Um, we're very well prepared. We've absolutely no excuse for Sunday. Um, you know, we'll be we'll be going at it hammer and tongs, and you'll either be good enough or we won't. And that'll be it's that simple, really. You know. Thanks, Paddy. Best of luck. Thanks, John. I was Paddy, Jack from Sporting Limerick here. Um, Jack. You mentioned that kind of core group players, Paddy, yourself, Gavin, Graham, them like, how important has the contribution of the lads in their mid 20s, like Smeal, Hulan, Oshin, Robbie Hanley, just to name a few? Yeah, sure. That, that, that has been the reason why we're here today, really, and why we're facing it's a match on Sunday. Um, it has been the sole reason, I suppose. You know, you probably expect probably too much of these lads in their early 20s and just expect, you know, for it to happen. It just doesn't happen. You know, it takes a while for lads to to, to get grounded and get used to the senior hurling side of it and even physically um, come into their own body and get bigger and get ready for, for, for what it is. So the lads have been unbelievable. 
not only from what they, they do on the field, which is fairly visible, their contributions, I suppose, speak for itself, but what they've done off the field, the emphasis isn't always on the older lads to talk or lead or do any of that. I mean, these lads are, are the ones that are driving it. We're just merely there uh, uh, doing the best we can and, and trying to contribute as opposed to trying to be the ones that we're always talking, we're always leading. Those lads are, uh, are taking the bull by the horns and driving on themselves, you know. Another fellow kind of in that age bracket is Paddy O'Loughlin that was away for most of the year. I suppose him coming back is a huge boost to the whole team. It keeps everyone on their toes in training. Yeah, sure, look, absolutely. I mean, to, to be able to bring a fellow like Paddy, even, you know, aside from his credentials of what he has, even his physique, he's, and even his mannerisms, he's just such a lovely fellow. He just fits like right in like a glove. Um, he fairness him, even when he was away, he was always up around the field, poking around with the lads. He was still socializing with the lads. So it wasn't that much of a, a thing when he came back into the dressing room, really. It was just like he was always there. Look, he's two brothers on the team, so he was obviously going to be at every game as well. Kamalik isn't that big a place, so uh, it's not like we have, we have we didn't see enough for him. We would have met him in the shop or met him in wherever it is. So he just came back into it. It's, it's, it's really is great having him back, you know. And obviously representing Limerick as the All-Ireland champions, is there a pressure or is there a privilege that comes with like representing Limerick? Uh, a privilege, definitely not a pressure and a privilege. Um, you know, they're two different teams. They're two different cultures, entities. You know, we don't, I suppose we don't speak to them a lot. Like, um, it's just, we have our own group of lads. We prepare ourselves. Um, whether Limerick were the worst team in Ireland or the best team in Ireland, it'll make no material difference to us on Sunday. We're obviously hugely proud to be from Limerick and to be representing Limerick. But we were always that way. Even when things weren't going that well for Limerick, it's, uh, it's important because as much as these are glory days and we hope that they stay here for as long as they can, they're not going to be here forever. So it's important that, you know, the days that they're not here, that um, we represent ourselves and our clubs and our counties with the same pride as we did now when things are going well, you know. And you seem as a team to be really stuck in the moment. You don't look back too much. But is there any sort of sense of unfinished business from, we'll say, 2014, where you reached an Ireland final and, and only seven years later, you're only back in that stage again? Um, not, not at this moment of time, really, because you just couldn't even begin to fathom that unless you actually got there and you were facing that fixture straight down the barrel. And we're not. I mean, we're playing one of the best, if not the best club teams in Ireland on Sunday. Um, so, like, we're just, and we're not trying to supposed to give you cliches and stuff, but we aren't looking past them. We can't. They're too good. Um, if we get there, will it be unfinished business? It probably won't. These lads are, are out to do their own thing. They're out to make their own history. They're out to write their own their own careers and, and drive on themselves and what happened before them. My baggage or Gavin's or Graham's or anyone else's on that day is not, not to do with the lads that were there before. So, we'll drive on with that. And if we get there, well and good. And if not, so be it as well, you know. Thanks, buddy. Here's Jack. Hi, Polly. Sinead Farrell here in the 42. Hi, Sinead. How are you keeping? Um, just to carry on the, the theme around Limerick and the fact that obviously they're All-Ireland champions, how much are, how much has their recent successes impacted the club game in Limerick? Do you think it's brought it on because obviously the, the players themselves are coming back with all the skills that they've acquired through their county team? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's, that's fairly fair to say because... Even when they do come back, I mean, you look at, I suppose, the top teams in Limerick, they, there is a fair distribution of the Limerick players around clubs. So nearly every club you meet will have one or two or three of John's panel on it. And even at that, to physically look at these lads, they're just such an imposing, physically fit, strong group of players. So they obviously bring the standard up in their own clubs, which brings, of course, the standard up in the championship. But not even those lads, but I suppose you look at the younger lads, 
that are coming up from the academy. Um, Colin O'Neill's, Colin Coughlin's, Adam English's. I mean, Colin and Adam were probably the go-to men for their respective clubs this year and their whatever, 19, 20 years of age. So it's not just the senior panel, it's what's been done at the grassroots in Limerick. Is, um, it's phenomenal to see these lads just, just slip in here and, and carry club teams because it isn't easy, like, you know. Yeah, and then just a quick question on Bally Gunner. I mean, are you daunted at all about their pedigree within Munster that the 2018 champions have reached, I think, four finals since 2015 as well? Um, we're not we're not daunted. I mean, we, we do, I mean, they're, they're a serious outfit. We'd have a huge amount of respect for them um, from our own our own team. We'd have a huge amount of respect for them because I think it's actually more impressive what they've done in Waterford as opposed to what they've done in Munster because I don't buy into the fact that the Waterford Championship is weaker than other championships. Uh, I think that's kind of rubbish, to be honest about it, because you, you see from their county team and the players that they have, um, there's great clubs there too. And to go on the run of whatever is a seven, eight or nine counties in a row without ever getting caught on a given day to show the maturity and consistency to come back and always try to want to win it tells enough about their group to know that I'm um, a massive battle on Sunday.